Previously on Plotty Time. If we're willing to look past that silliness, <laughs> let's, just, let's, just, let's just set that tone right now. But there's other stupid ones too, like shoot down birds with a sniper rifle. and Yeah, but you see how big his fucking hands are? <laughs> hey everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail. With all the necessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. I never drive faster than I can see. Besides that, it's all about the reflexes. And on the other side of the table is Dr. Scientist. Just because I'm a school teacher doesn't mean I'm a pussy. <laughs> My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, it's not the years, honey, it's the mileage. <laughs> Welcome to Plotty Time. So, uh,. We've been starting the last two episodes with our new favorite segment, Papa Scotch's Correction Crevice, but this week we don't have anything. We were absolutely perfect last week. Flawless victory. Like Flawless, most weeks. <laughs> like most weeks. So I guess we'll just hop right into uh, what we did this week. We'll start with Scientist, who always has the biggest and best updates for us. So, <laughs> Dr. Scientist, what did you do this week? Play, watch, what's going on? Well, I got moved to day shift, so I have less time to do anything now. <gasps> How do you, you were doing nothing, but not nothing. You were playing no games and watching nothing before this. Yeah, I don't know how. I just have less time. I mean, I, I, I finished like Doctor Who and Picard, but. Sounds like you had time. Well, that's, that's like seven hours of stuff through the whole week. How did Picard end? It was incredible. You liked it? You give it a thumbs up? Yep. Is it open right. for a second season or is it one yeah. off? Yeah. Uh, Doctor Who was a little weird, but. And then I started playing the Borderlands DLC, and I got like maybe halfway through it. What is it? Is it the marriage one? Yeah, guns, love, and tentacles. Interesting. It's you know your normal Borderlands one shot kills from things you don't see. There's these like wolves in it that constantly kill me, and I still haven't figured out how they do it. Hmm. How they're killing you? Yeah, like I'll stand there, I'll be shooting them, and then all of a sudden I'll be down. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. I bet you enjoy that. <laughs> uh, it's not bad. I mean, I could take it off Mayhem mode and it would be easier, but. But you're not a quitter. No. And you gain four, I think, four more levels in this. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm a level 57 now. Oh, geez. So is the cap 60 now? At 57. Oh, okay. Uh, so the cap is 57. And they added, I don't know when they did this, but they added guardian ranks. Like, you know how it stopped at 75 before? Yeah. It's up to 100 for each one. There's another. Oh, new cool stuff. And apparently. They added, like, elemental damage, a, a modifier in it. Nice. Which I would have loved from the beginning, but now that I'm Guardian rank 210, it takes me forever to get them. Oh, you would have put more. Can you respec Guardian rank? No, I tried. I looked. Ah, uh, bummer. It, was the only one, it would be the only one I'd pick every time if it was, but. Right. But I think I went up, like, four Guardian ranks, and only three of them gave me elemental damage plus. Those sons of bitches. Yeah, I know. Pieces of shit. <laughs> But it, uh, it's a good story, ambiance, you know, like normal Borderlands stuff. With the, it's fun. Yeah, the world's there. Really the hard enemy. Are, yeah. Final the bosses boss. are annoying. I didn't get to the final boss yet. Yeah. There was one platforming boss, which I died like 100 times to. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. It was really annoying. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's about it. Yeah, that's maybe I'll try it out. Yeah, you got nothing else to do this week. <laughs> Yeah, right, you wish. <laughs> <laughs> all 
All right, so that is you, Dr. Scientist, unless you got more? Nah, I'm done. Now I'm paranoid because, like, the one time I cut you off and <laughs> yeah. said, anyway, we're moving on. You're like, wait, fuck, I'm not done. I only, I only write, like, two things down now because I assume you're just going to cut me off every week. <laughs> so you have, like, the two things you're going to talk about and, like, three others just in case you get to keep talking? Is no, I just write down two and forget the rest because I figure you're going to cut me off anyway. Well, you're cut off now. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all I did anyway. All right. Cool. Well, uh, I'll go next because I know everyone really just is listening to this part for – Chump slaps updates on the movies he watched. <laughs> yeah. So I'll just I'll just get out of the way. Yeah, what did you do in Division Two this week? <laughs> uh, I gave up. <laughs> Sounds like every other week you played Division Two. No, it was it was such a fucking. I got to the last dude and I couldn't beat him. It was so fucking frustrating. He's a he was an agent just like your character. Even with your backwards baseball cap. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You were looking for blueprints for something. I'm not sure what. <laughs> What? All right, we're just going to, anyway, <laughs> edit point. So I've been playing the Division 2, and uh, no, I got to the last guy, and he is an agent just like you were, and he has the ability to hack devices. So every time you try to throw one of your devices out to assist you in battle, he just hacks it and turns it against you. It's so fucking annoying. Well, don't throw one out. Please. Well, then you have to, you can't, you only have so much healing then, and he can he- reheal himself all the time. So you'll get him down low, and then he'll just put on an armor pack you're like you motherfucker anyway uh, it's annoying funny. i give up i might go back probably not you will. uh i also i didn't play much shell at all this week but i did start doom eternal yeah i didn't get very far i only got through the first two levels because i wasn't ready for the i have to do this to get health i have to do this to get ammo so it took a minute for me to kind of get in the groove yeah i'm still fucking wrong with that yeah it's like you run out of ammo, and then you have no health, and you're like, well, I now have to make a choice. <laughs> do I try to chainsaw this guy and get ammo, or do I try to super kill him and get health? And it's, and then one of those spider fucking monsters come out, and you're like, god damn it, and then you die. Yeah. What? But it's a pretty tough game. Is it really a spider monster? Like, Yeah. What kind of what damage or difficulty are you playing it on? Dude, I'm only on like the second one. It hurt me plenty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like this is for people with a normal experience. I'm like, I'll play it with this. It'll be fun. I've died so many times. Yeah, it's still hard. I don't fucking... I tried it on Nightmare for five minutes. And I was like, I can't even get past the first part. Yeah, this Nightmare is crazy on those. I remember there was a trophy for beating the first stage on Nightmare on the previous Doom. Yeah. And I think I killed, like, two dudes, and that was it. Yeah, I can never I get that. Get That's the only that. trophy I'm missing from the first Doom. Well, I thought you guys were good at video games. No, and then there's always assholes who are like, here's my nightmare run, zero hit. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> How? I don't understand it. I mean, all right. Well, I played that a little bit. I want to say I played something else. I got to get back to the Outer Worlds before I forget how to play it or what's going <laughs> on. Uh, watch. What did I watch? I watched uh, the second season of Castle Rock. And I have a lot of opinions about it. Uh, is it the same as mine? Not what as was good your as opinion? the first season. <laughs> no, it was not as good as the first season. And I don't know if I missed this or if I'm just an idiot, but I didn't know it was an anthology series. Oh, yeah? So I'm watching like the first three, four episodes. It's all about Annie. And I'm like, when are they going to get back to the fucking kid in the cage? What's <laughs> going on here? <laughs> and they don't. Cause it's, And then they try to tie it back at the end. And it's kind of interesting, but... Not something you really want to devote time to. 
No, I mean, there were 10 episodes, and I thought the last two were really good. And other than that, I was just like, eh. Like, the last two, when they were wrapping up this story, felt like things were moving forward. The rest was just backstory. Yep. But whatever. Uh, I also watched two movies, which I both recommend to you, Chump Slap. Where are we at? The first one is called After Midnight. After Midnight. After Midnight. Let me write this down. It's a very divisive movie. It's only, I think, like 80 minutes or something like that. It's a short one. It's an Eric Clapton doc documentary. Oh, is it? <clears throat> it's all about his kid. It's so depressing. No, it's it's a, a movie. It's a love story. So there's a lot of flashbacks. Hold a on. lot of. Does this take place in like the house and there's a monster that comes to the guys? Yes. Door? Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Ah, of course I, you have. I think I've seen that. <laughs> It was pretty decent. Yeah. I thought it was decent. I thought it was, I really enjoyed it. I like, like his girlfriend goes away and disappears. Uh, she left a note saying like, I'm out of here. Yeah. And she's gone for like a month. And every night she's gone, a monster tries to break into the, his, this guy's house and do God knows what. Yeah. People think he's crazy. They're like, there's no monster. You psycho. Yeah. It's like, dude, I know it's hard losing your lady and she's gone, but you need to stop being crazy. At one point, he just fired a shotgun at a passing car. Yeah, that was fucked up. <laughs> it's pretty great. But uh suggest that. The other movie I watched was, uh, I think I've mentioned it before, but this was the first time I rewatched it in a long time. Altered. A-R-E-D? Guys, altered. Like, you altered. You changed. Oh, okay. okay. The deal was altered. Um, it's about these guys who are, like, hunting buddies, drinking buddies, small town bullshit in the woods. And uh, they, the whole town, they told the whole town they were abducted by aliens. No one believes them. Wow. (laughs) I know. Exactly. So they go to prove everyone wrong. They go out into the woods where they were abducted and they actually catch a fucking alien. (laughs) (laughs) Is it a comedy? It's not at all. It's taken very seriously. I thought uh, maybe I, maybe I saw the preview for that. No, it's, it's taken very seriously and it's actually like, it's low, like no budget movie. And it's actually by the guy who did uh, Blair Witch Project. It was his second movie from like 06. But it's it's active. The creature effects are great. Uh, I highly recommend it. I think it's an unappreciated gem you know what? in the I, genre. I did watch that. I forgot. What? The Fair. Oh, yeah? What'd you think? Extremely predictable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's still interesting. It was good. But like in the first 10 seconds, I knew what was going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it goes over the radio. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. It was still good. It was still good. But uh, that did it for me. So now it's, ta- it's time for the star of the show to shine. Yeah. Chump slap. What, what, what? What'd you play? What'd you watch? What the fuck's going Nobody on? Nobody cares bro? about what he played, so we might as well cut. I played Doom Eternal. Fucking kicks okay. ass. Great, great, great. What'd you watch? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, before my HBO expired, I watched The Watchmen. What'd about you time. think? I liked it. It was totally not what I expected. No, same here. Did not expect that at all. I love this very strangeness of it, the the squid rain and shit, and the yeah, guy. Mm-hmm. It's more. It's more like uh, the comic than the movie. Yeah, it's way better than the movie, if you ask me. I think you're right, but I th- I'm also one of the movie supporters. Oh, the movie's fantastic. Oh, the movie's still good, but I mean, movie. Dude, there's too- so many people that fucking hate the movie. And I'm like, I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was, I thought it was the best movie interpretation we're ever going to see of that property. Yeah. It was fine. It was too real. 
I mean, I like the craziness of this the series better. Like just random ass shit that you'd like. What the fuck is that all about? But when she hits her husband in the head with a hammer, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I also watched the Righteous Gemstones. Oh, uh, what'd you think? Because I only got three episodes in, and I was kind of in, but then I watched something else. <laughs> is, is, it, is it worth it? Like, should I finish it? Should I I'd do it? I'd say it's worth it. I don't know. It's it's good, but it's not great. Laughed out loud a couple times, you know. But Oh, you LOL'd. Yes. That's the thing, though. You see that cast, and you're like, holy shit, this is going to be fucking yeah. great. The cast is amazing. They're awesome actors. But I don't know. It's worth a shot. If you got free time, check it out. It's only right. like nine episodes or something. I also watched McMillions. <laughs> I heard that was pretty good. Yeah. I didn't even know this whole thing went on. And they explain why. Well, yeah. I remember. I remember it happening. I don't remember what, like how it ended. No, I remember like hearing in the news there was a scam with it. That's all I remember about it. Yeah, because the news broke a week before 9-11. <laughs> so did McDonald's do 9-11? I don't know. Just yeah. putting that out there. <laughs> did they, they want? Did. <laughs> they wanted to keep the integrity of their <laughs> monopoly <laughs> contest. <laughs> um, give give the people a quick rundown of what it's about. It's about well, McDonald's activates Muhammad Atta. <laughs> it's yeah, about a guy who steals all the winning pieces. So literally, you couldn't win the big prizes because whenever they were printed, the guy just took them all and. Sold him. Sold him. Gave him out to friends and shit. It's pretty yeah, interesting. Didn't he, like, this one dude who happened to work at the the facility and all his friends and family start winning. And everyone's like, wait a minute here. Yeah. It's like when they broke the news, the reporter was like, how do we not notice that all these millionaires were coming from Florida? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like same area code. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's all right. It's a little long for what it is. They could have done it in like. Three, four hours, but... It's, I mean, it's a documentary, not a movie. It's six, yeah. But, yeah, it's worth it. Awesome. And I watched The Invisible Man. What'd you think about that? It was okay. I thought it was good. I liked the ending. I don't want to, like, ruin it for everybody. Like the total just... ending? The well, how fight... many endings are there? Well, the final ending or the big reveal. The... Not the big reveal. The final, final ending. Because, I mean, this isn't really ruining it, I guess, but it's, uh, I mean, the whole thing's a metaphor for, you know, uh, abusive relationships, yeah, obviously. Yeah. And then at the end, it's like the cycle's going to go on. Like, it's just going to happen again. Like, someone who's damaged just turns around and does the same thing. Yeah, I'll give you that. I thought it was pretty neat. It was creepy as fuck in the beginning. Like, Oh, yeah, for when sure. When shit was just happening and... Nobody knew why. Wouldn't you do that if you were the Invisible Man? No, because the shit he does is fucking crazy. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. I like they did a great job of like creating tension. Yeah, and just someone's like, "What the fuck?" And they turn and they look at like a hallway, and there's just a shot of a hallway, like there's <laughs> nothing going on. But you know he's standing there. <laughs> yeah, you know he's right fucking there, but no one can see him. It's pretty. It's pretty, it's a good tension filled experience. Yeah, I'll give it that. It was good. Definitely worth the watch. And. I watched The Hunt, which I thought was fucking stupid. I was a hard meh. It, why the politics? Yeah, I thought that was just, they're like, yeah, we're giving it to everyone on all sides, man. Yeah. So like, we could have just not done any of this and just. 
No, it would have been way better if it was just random people just, I don't know, stupid. Hunting? Hunting people, yeah. The most dangerous game style. Like, I don't mind the contestants having the views. Because that makes sense that you just have a, a random selection of people. Yeah. But I didn't like how they portrayed all the rich people as like super elite liberals that just want to kill deplorables. Yeah, it was it was stupid. Unnecessary. Yeah, it was just dumb. Exactly. But I thought Betty Gilpin was great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I also watched uh, Birds of Prey. I haven't watched that one yet. I don't think Scientist, have you seen it? Well, I would never watch that. He hates DC. Oh, okay. And I know why after watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all Marvel movies are fucking epic, crazy. And then this is just like, eh. This is their shot to have so much fun. I know, but it wasn't even fun. I, mean, I guess it was okay, fun. But I don't know. They missed it. Could have done something way better. Yep. But my slapper of the week is <laughs> 2000's The Convent. The Convent? Yes. I kind of remember a poster for that. Is that the one with Aubrey Plaza? No. Oh, okay. It's about a bunch of college kids that break into a shut down convent to spray paint the walls or whatever. And there's a satanic cult in there that brings about demons and shit. Sounds awesome. Yeah, it's like demonic nuns in fucking glow in the dark paint. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's epic. Pre- it's pretty slappy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so here's an honest question: If we're gonna do this slapper of the week moving forward, does this mean it's a good movie, or is this like an official slappy recommendation? What is what is slapper of the week? Mean? <laughs> let's let's quantify that. It's it's gonna be like cheesy. I don't know. Just you'll either like it or you're not. Yeah, it's like me. Like, <laughs> bad, maybe a little silly, but yes. you had a good time yeah, watching. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a good time. It's not your normal movie, but it'll be a good one. Trust me on it. All right, we uh, look forward to more slappers. Well, thank you, and I'll gladly oblige. All right, so let's go ahead and move into movie news. Or movie news? Video game news, movie news, all <laughs> kinds of motherfucking news. All right, bring it on. We have things to talk about. The first one being, uh, scientists, you mentioned it last week when I mentioned uh, a movie got pushed, and you said, what about Wonder Woman? And it turns out Wonder Woman has now been pushed to August 14th. What was it supposed to be? June. 4th. June 5th. Yeah. Um, it's interesting though that the same studio Warner Brothers they have not pushed any of their July films yet Uh, the big one that's coming out in July is Tenant that new uh, Christopher Nolan movie never heard of it yeah it looks it looks pretty good I I mean but that hasn't been touched that's the point okay Um, now also a very interesting piece while we're on entertainment that isn't video games uh, Resident Evil. Do you remember we talked about this a couple weeks ago, how they said uh, they accidentally leaked <clears throat> that a Netflix series is coming out? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, they leaked that. Now we're hearing... Well, a, a movie was announced in 2017. They were going to do another one and reboot the franchise. Okay. Uh, that's still moving forward. For, uh, they have a director now, the guy from 47 Meters Down, uh, Johannes Roberts. I don't know him either. <laughs> but... uh. <laughs> 
He's confirmed for the movie. So they're doing the series on Netflix, which we still don't know if it's going to be based on the games or if it's going to be based on the movie series. But we know a new movie's coming. When was the last Mia Jovovich one? Oh, fuck. The final chapter, probably? Is that what it was called? Who knows? They could have made six or seven after that. Revelation. Oblivion. Armageddon. Nemesis. <laughs> no, uh, Retribution, Extinction. There, no, the final chapter was 2016. Okay, so they were gonna. They decided to reboot it after that. Yeah, like the year after, because I mean, they, they're not like critical favorites. They're usually made fun of often, but they make motherfucking money. This is over a billion dollar franchise. I enjoyed all the movies. They were. I enjoyed them. Yeah, for what they are. Yeah. Like, I mean, a little slappy, but you know. <laughs> right, but I mean that if you're watching Resident Evil movies, you're looking for a little bit something a little slappy. You exactly. Know? <laughs> but uh. Any hoodles. So continuing on the Resident Evil news, uh, it, there's a rumor now reported that Mia Jovovich is returning to Resident Evil on Netflix. So now they're thinking there's going to be two different Netflix series, one that follows the movies and one that follows the video game franchise. <laughs> Why? That's, that's silly. Well, because people watch it twice as much. But Yeah, yeah like... So there's going to be one based on the video games. Maybe they reboot it as like a soft reboot or a more realistic reboot. And then the Mia Jovovich movie will assumingly come out by then, and then the Netflix series continuing. So I, some, whoever got this property now is like, we're making a bunch of shit because it makes money. Yeah, well, they'll, they'll learn their lesson. <laughs> they, they will. Yeah, they, they'll sit at home with all their money and <laughs> yeah. laugh while everybody's They showed them. <laughs> they said we couldn't make $2 billion off Resident <laughs> Evil. Yeah. Fuck them. So we made twice as many Resident Evils. <laughs> I'll still yeah. watch it. We doubled down. <laughs> uh, the other uh, entertainment news, Netflix uh, renewed Castlevania for the fourth season. Oh, I never even watched the third. I watched. I just finished the first and second season so I could get ready for the third again. Yeah. Uh, no date has been announced, just that it's confirmed and it's coming. Well, it's, it's a bomb-ass series. I hear you guys. I hear fans. Like, I hear it's good. I'll have to check it out. It's on the list one day. Cool. When he's done playing The Division 2. <laughs> Should be never. Well, it'll be when the Division Three comes out. But uh, <laughs> two pieces of video game news. Uh, uh, trying to stay away from coronavirus-related stuff being pushed. So this is a little different. Saying that Sony is purposely slowing downloads in the U.S. and United Kingdom. Well, yeah. In order to ease network issues. Dude, they say it's for the ISPs, but they took it forever to download the fucking BL- the Borderlands DLC. Really? Yeah. Like two hours. Huh. And well. I just assumed it was Pentella Data, but oh shit, can I say their name? Yes. That's usually a safe assumption, but you know, and uh, this time it might not have been. Yeah, it's like who crazy, knows? right? Yeah. I tried. I also bought the Control DLC. Oh yeah, but it wasn't there to download, so I don't know if it was like there was a patch. Maybe it was just in the patch. You got a DLC that you can just go jump that through. unlocks. Maybe yeah. I don't know. See, that exact same thing happened to me. Because I went to the store and couldn't find it. And I knew I bought the season pass for that game. So I went to the, I eventually did find it through the game page. And then it said it's 15 bucks. And I was like, but I already paid for it. So I just hit the button to see what happens. And then it started downloading it. I was like, oh, am I supposed to like, is it one of those DLCs where I'm supposed to go into the game? I didn't play it yet, but you actually downloaded it? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I bought the season pass for 20 bucks or whatever it was after like on Friday or Thursday. And I tried to I tried to find out where to download it and I couldn't. 
I did eventually find it in like the new releases add-ons or something like that. Like it wasn't easy to find for some reason. Yeah, but I mean, why wouldn't it just be on the place where I paid for it? <laughs> yeah, right. It's a great question. It's a great question. But uh, I, I'm looking forward to getting into that. Yeah, I got to find as out well. and download it now. Hmm. Um, the other last piece of video game news I have: uh, a big deal went down uh, involving Remedy, who are the people who made Control. Uh, wow, what a segue! <laughs> I know, right? It involves Remedy. Uh, the the Remedy and three other two other companies have public have a uh, new publishing deal with Epic Games. Now the deal is. I would like to see what you guys think about I'm this. I'm going to be annoyed and think it's stupid already. <laughs> okay, well, let me get through it. Then then, <laughs> then you'll have your platform, sir. Um, the three studios that have signed this deal are Remedy, who did Control and Alan Wake. Uh, the company Gen Design, who did The Last Guardian. And the company Play Dead, who did Limbo and Inside. All three of these have signed this publishing deal. Uh, the same deal with Epic Games, not that they're affected or whatever with each other. But the deal is... The publishing studio, so Epic, is going to provide the cash for development and give the studios 100% creative freedom and IP ownership. The hmm. only th- What they're going to get in return is the profits from the game are going to get split 50-50. Yeah, it sounds like Epic has so, too much money. <laughs> so what is the... Um, let me think of how, what the word is. But is it only going to be on Epic download service or is it going to be i don't maybe for pc but i don't think for other like eventually it's going to come to they may get like the exclusive and the first release but eventually it's going to come to everything that's what i wanted to know but if i have to wait for the games then fuck them uh i will double check the article but i don't think it said anything about exclusives they just want the cash but i don't understand like if you're the the publishing studio like, what do you have to lose? Like, it's free money to develop whatever you want. The only deal is you have to split the profits 50-50. But you're not, you're not risking anything. It's not your money. Yeah, sounds like a great idea. Yeah, I mean, it's good for them, but it's terrible for me. Um, Epic did pay. We did miss this, but Epic last fall paid Remedy just over $10 million dollars to make the PC version of Control an Epic Games Store exclusive. There you go. So that's probably what's going to happen is they're going to set them up as Epic PC Store exclusives. Yeah. But they'll eventually all come to PlayStation 4 or Xbox, possibly at the same time, possibly later. Well, probably PlayStation 5 and Xbox Supercharged Delta. Yeah, who knows? Uh, I, th- I believe we call it Xbox Fantastic here. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> That does it for news. That's all I got. Uh, how about we... Let's move it along. Let's get into the game. How about it, guys? Yeah, let's do it. Bring right, it on. the part people listen to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just add a disclaimer in the beginning saying, if you don't want to hear any bullshit, just hop to the 25-minute mark. It'll be great. <laughs> so um, this week, we are talking about the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, Modern day classic, Enslaved Odyssey of the West. Classic. I never even heard of this game before. <laughs> I never. I had heard of it, and I remember seeing the cover, but I never played it. But anyway, it was released October fifth, twenty ten. Like I said, for Xbox three hundred and sixty and PlayStation three, it was developed by Ninja Theory and published by Namco Bandai Games. 
It's an action game platformer adventure written by Tamim Antonides. That's a tough one. And some other guy, Alex Garland. <laughs> some, I thought he was going to stop at some other guy. <laughs> yeah, just some other dude. No, well, Alex Garland, this is the Alex Garland, the guy who wrote 28 Days Later, Ex Machina, Annihilation, Never Let Me Go, and Dread. Oh. Judge Dread? And, no, just the new one. The Dread. very same. <laughs> Which is a fucking awesome movie if you people haven't seen it out there. Go watch Dread right now. All right. Pause. And, and we're, we're back. back. <laughs> uh, so, who picked it this week? I believe it was you, Dr. Scientist? It certainly was. It's a classic scientist pick. This is definitely a scientist pick, so why don't we do what we do every week? And, Dr. Scientist, give us a little quick rundown of where we're at when the game starts. All right, I am assuming I'm the only one that played it, since both of you have never heard of it. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I mean, it's just a post-apocalyptic future, and that's really all you need to know for the setup. You start off as... You're a, a big muscular dude, and you're on a slave ship. Someone, I think it goes over the radio that it's the slave ships en route to the pyramid. Everybody's blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And you're stuck inside of like a, some kind of pod type thing. I don't know. Like your normal pod that you see in space travel yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah, except you're not in space. Yeah. I assumed it was like a cell slash yeah, it's something like like, like one of those traveling pods in space sci-fi we always see, you know. Exactly. One of those. But uh, you see, you're captive. You see across from you, a, a woman breaks out of her pod and like looking around and escapes and runs away. And uh, I'm not exactly sure how it starts happening, but the ship starts falling apart. <laughs> yeah. I I th- I was under the impression. And I could be wrong, but she was fucking around on a panel. Yeah, she was. And trying I think to she set it off like some kind of some kind of engine. explosion or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I love how there's always like some type of command you can type into a computer that's like <laughs> destroy the ship. Yeah, yeah, blow this whole fucking thing up. <laughs> but uh, the ship starts breaking apart and explosions start happening, and eventually you get out of your little pod, and then the game starts. Yeah, and you are. You run and try and get off the ship as it's flying pretty far while it's breaking apart. And uh, what is the name of this character we're playing oh, as? I, I, it's Monkey. I don't know if we knew it yet. but No, they don't, they don't tell you until later. Okay. Oh, you were waiting for the reveal? I'm so sorry. That's I, all right. I'm not even sure if spot. I wrote down where it was. So Let's start this episode over, guys. <laughs> but uh, as Monkey, you play and you just I don't know, platform through the ship trying to get off of it. First, you try and find your stuff that was taken. Yeah. Your yeah. light staff and your power gloves. Yeah, yeah. And you just scare the shit out of some guy. <laughs> like, ah. You like, he tells you where it is, and then all of a sudden his like head explodes. I did. Yeah. That, yeah. I was just going to mention that. I loved the fact that uh, they went to that well over and over again where you're running by, and someone's like, you shouldn't be out. And then you like put him in a choke load, choke hold. It's like, where is it? They're like, okay, you let them go, and then they die somehow. <laughs> like, it's not like something falls on them, they explode. Something explodes around them, and it happens like six times. Yeah. It's and like, I'm not complaining. I'm fine with it. No, it was great. It was like something in their suits that was killing them, I guess. But Yeah, because when they help the... It says, you helped the escape slave. Yeah. And then the... They're like, no, no. Ah, oh, God. Like yeah. Max Headroom. Yes. And uh, as you're escaping, you see... The woman whose name is Trip, 
get into an escape pod. The last escape pod. Yes, yeah. And uh, <laughs> you run into the Statue of Liberty, so obviously this is going to be New York. Unless there's another Statue of Liberty, I'm not aware. I don't know. It is 150 years in the future. There's like six or seven now. And uh, you kind of like, as Monkey, you platform over to where her pod is, and you sit on the pod as it gets jettisoned <laughs> from the thing. It was so good. <laughs> I, that was definitely a slapper moment. If I <laughs> He's just like, for, for some reason, the pod has a big, huge window directly in front of it in the direction it's traveling, which seems dangerously designed. Especially if you're entering atmospheres. Maybe scientists can weigh in on that. Well, I mean, it's not a spaceship. Oh, yeah. That's true. true. But you're... As Monkey is just fucking holding on to the front of it. (laughs) As you get blasted out of the ship, flying towards the Earth. Yeah, and then... Yeah, go ahead. And then you survive as if maybe, like, you fell down, like, three stairs. And you're like, ah, fuck, my back's a little You just so happened to land on a mattress, too. I don't know if you noticed that. (laughs) I did not notice that. But it was in... Grand Central Station. Why were there mattresses in Grand Central? Well, I guess it's a few times yeah. people could have been sleeping there. Yeah. All right, fine. Yeah, well, Still. the escape pod crashes into Grand Central Station. And then uh, Monkey's kind of like fucked up and just passes out. He wakes up and trips there looking at him. And he gets all mad. <laughs> and she kind of demonstrates that she has control over him. She put a slaver, what she calls a slaver headband on him. And now he has to listen to her or he's going to die. Yeah, before this moment, he was not a fan of her because she saw him locked away and then she just took off. She's like, fuck this guy. Then she blasts out of the ship while you're (laughs) on the front of it, like not giving a fuck about you at all. No. It's like, oh, that probably sucks. Button hit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's she going to do? And then she turns into a slave. You know, it reminded me of uh, the one Futurama episode when they're switching universes. And they're all stuck in like the jettison pod, and they're like yelling at Hermes, "Don't hit the button! Don't hit the button!" He's standing there over the button, thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. That was Pretty good. good parallel. I'll take it. <laughs> but uh, she like tells him to stop, and he stops, and she explains to him that uh, if she dies, he'll die, and she needs his help to get her back home. The classic: if my heart stops, yeah, the shit goes off. So nice. he's kind of uh, resigned to the fact that. He's got to do this and help her come doing. So you start your journey and you, uh, it's showing like post-apocalyptic stuff. There's mechs running around kind of like the world reminded me a lot of uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I think that was what we're supposed to get right. Like the mechs took over. Yeah. There was a war and humanity did not do well. Yeah. And then resorted to slavery. It was great times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense. So yeah. Monkey like can fight mechs off and stuff for it. And he says that they got to travel to the crash site so he can get his ride because it's the only way that he can. Yeah, because she wants to go 300 miles away. Yeah. And he's basically like, what are we going to do, walk? Like, we need to get my ride, which is a super sweet motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking cool. Way to ruin that. <laughs> sorry. Oh, did I ruin the reveal? I'm, I'm sorry, pretty sure man. he says, my ride. He does say he's ride. like, it's got two wheels. And an engine. Does he say that? Yeah. Okay. Then you were you were okay then, Papa Scott. <laughs> okay, good. Ooh, so that's close. So you start heading towards your the crash site because you can see the smoke rising from the crash. And you come across various world building things like minefields and other mechs and trip ha- like hacks of dragonfly to help 
scout things out. Yeah, that's where she tells you your name. Yeah. When she gets the dragonfly. And then I had flashbacks of fucking uh, Death Stranding when she jumps on your back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) It doesn't slow you down in the game at all. No, thank God. So you uh, keep walking. I don't... Where do they come across like the... The fish. That's like, right after the dragonfly. Yeah, but I mean like in a real life location. Where is that? Somewhere in New York. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell which one it was. And uh, she reveals that it's 200 years since the war. Blah, blah, blah. How are these fish still alive? Yeah. Well, it's like a closed ecosystem like where I come from. Oh, foreshadowing. Oh. <laughs> then a big giant mech attacks and destroys the fish and they die on the ground. And you watch them suffocate. Yeah, she's she almost cries there. Yeah, man, I really don't remember this part at all. It's a big wrecking ball. <laughs> yeah, mech. it's a big wrecking ball, Mac. It's the first time you see him. I don't remember the fish you're talking about, though. Oh, it was like a big deal. They yeah, she's like, like five minutes. Look at these fish; they're still alive because it's a closed ecosystem. The sun makes the algae, and the algae feeds the small fish, and the small fish feed the big. Fish. Is this before or after monkeys start seeing shit? Before. Yeah, right before, I think. Because then right after this, he comes, he sees like glitches in the environment. And when he gets near them, he sees flashes of, I guess, what would be before the war. Yeah, just some weird dude. Yeah, I have IT guy. Yeah. <laughs> One of them was definitely Andy Circus. I think it's all the same guy. Yeah, pretty much. Might just be Andy Circus. Who knows? Who did the voice of Monkey, by the way? Oh. Hmm. I don't You're know. welcome. I don't know who Andy Serkis is. Well, thank you. Yeah, I don't either. He's, <laughs> God damn it. He's a very famous actor. He did... I'm not that famous. Oh, Jesus. He, <laughs> ma- he, he uh, was well known for doing like motion cap stuff. So, And he was like he was Gollum. Like he was that actor. Oh, okay. I know him by looking at him. And now that you say that, it does look like that guy. Huh. And then he's been in a bunch of other stuff huh. since then. All right. So but, just, just quick. The, sure. The threshold for being famous is one of the three of us knows him. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, all right. And if all three of us know him, you're like Brad Pitt famous. Yeah, exactly. Like, like Moham is the biggest person. In... <laughs> I don't know if he's still alive. I haven't seen him. He moved to Slayington. Oh, <laughs> what a shame. Yep. Traitor! <laughs> <laughs> wow, like three people who hear that are going to ever get it. Yeah, I know. It's good. <laughs> so um, you come across like a big hole in the ground like canyon type thing in the middle of new york i guess it was from collapsing subways or whatever they called it a ravine yeah Yeah, they called it a ravine ravine. but it was like it's in the middle of the road so you got to find a way across it and monkey says hey there's a crane i'll figure out a way you wait right here yep did he actually say the word crane why would he know what a crane is he called it it a tower yeah the metal tower I mean, it, it would stand to reason if you're a slave and doing slave work, there'd probably be crane somewhere. I guess I shouldn't just jump to conclusions there. Yeah, yeah I mean, he was racist of you. He was just yeah, caught, racist. So he wasn't a slave. Yeah, before he was on the ship, you know what I mean. But it, it seems amazing that in 200 years they'd forget what a crane was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's stupid. Well, maybe. Oh, well, he is monkey. Maybe he, he is, never read a book. He doesn't even know what a motorcycle is. He calls it his ride. So, touche. <laughs> Chump Slap's killing. He paid attention <laughs> like a motherfucker. I know. This was an interesting video. So um, he climbs up to try and get to the metal tower. And uh, he sees, he looks down and he sees Trip hiding. And uh, she's like, shh, it's following me. And then you see 
a huge dog mech, which is much more like the things from Horizon Zero Dawn than any other mechs. Yes. It's like a big dog, and it's kind of like searching for her. And I don't remember exactly how, because I just have written down it falls in the river. It's Did he drop the shit on it? Once, no. You drop the stuff to make the bridge, and then it tries to cross the bridge, and it oh, just falls. It falls over, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah that was, you, you trick it by yelling at it. Yeah. <laughs> and then it falls. They're like, oh, fuck. And then falls down the <laughs> ravine. Yeah, so, but then comes back up like 30 seconds later. Yeah, because Monkey gets down there and meets up with Trip. And then the dog's coming. He's like, oh, no, we got to go. Yeah, run away from the dog. But it's just another mech that sort of kind of resembles a dog. But then you see ones later that also resemble that figure, but they don't call him dog. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's got four legs and a face. Yeah, it wasn't very dog-like, if you ask me. Just an animal of sorts. Yeah. I would have said lion, maybe. It doesn't have a huge mane. It looked like it had a big head. Oh, right away, lions have big heads. <laughs> Their I ego just doesn't fit. Yeah. Traitor! <laughs> <laughs> Us big heads have to stay together. <laughs> yeah, size 44 hats. <laughs> oh, perfect. And then you trick the stupid dog. You get down. You get across the bridge. And the dog comes back. And you run away. Run away into some theater or something. I assumed it was Radio City Music Hall. Oh, see, you're getting real names. Uh, well, I concert <laughs> hall. I wasn't sure if it was, but I wrote down concert hall. Yeah. You escape into a concert hall from the dog, and it can't get in. And this is where I kind of picked up on the fact that this is this whole game is like one big escort mission. Yeah. Yeah, exactly what it is. Yeah, like Eco or... Which Resident we all Evil love. We all that. love those well, so much. Sometimes. Eco's a great game, and this was a fun game. Yeah, I don't think you had to really protect her from getting and killed. Bioshock Infinite was a sort of escort mission. Oh, but we're getting a- yeah, we're getting out, we're getting way out. Of this. <laughs> yeah, sorry. and uh, once you get in the concert hall, Trip mentions something that there's a power cell around, and you got to find it. Oh, we got to get out of here. Yeah, he's like, "Nope, you listen to me here, monkey," which really sounds racist when I say it. It like does. That. <laughs> I just, I could not dig the name Monkey. Like, could we have picked well, literally anything else? I get it because he's good at platforming and jumping around and crazy like a monkey, but it just seems so silly in the moment when she, like, really needs, when Trip really needs help and is like, oh, my God, say monkey. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's come on. That just sounds. A, a book where the characters. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's not, it's kind of, like, loosely based on. Still could have changed his name. Just saying. It's Sun Wong Kong from the, the book. and If you know all that. Mythologies. Hmm. Nope. <laughs> yeah, add it to your fanfic. The main Send character in the way. book, Journey to the West, I believe it's called, is Trip. And well, the rom- the romanticization of the name is Trip, and it's Monkey and Pigsy's another character in it. Oh, interesting. So you, I did not know that. Read the book. It's a good nope. Book. <laughs> no, it's not really. It's I, not really I, you know, I can't read, and that's rude. <laughs> it's not really. It's hard to read. So you search for this power cell and monkeys platforming all around the the top and you come across another glitch where he, he comes across these glitches often where he seems flashes of the past. Yeah, they look like alien faces Yeah, for some reason. And then uh, the dog breaks in. Oh, no. What? How? <laughs> How'd he get in? I mean, it, it's a big giant mech. I'm sure it can get in. And so... Monkey platforms off and drops a whole bunch of shit on it to kill it. Drop the scaffold on it, monkey. Yeah. yeah he I kills just, the dog and you scan it. And you're like, oh, now we can beat them. I just yeah. have death by scaffolding. <laughs> and just like that, you're like, oh, now we can kill him. 
Yeah, because she like can scan for weaknesses in the mechs. I just love that they're like they die from all this massive amount of metal coming out. It's like, oh, I guess I can kill them now. <laughs> I, I read that differently. <laughs> but any hoodles. So after that, you uh, start heading back to the crash site, back on your main mission here. You get to the Brooklyn Bridge, which is just yeah, where Monkey shows that he can cloud surf. Yeah, that just <laughs> just brings it out of nowhere. He's like, I'll tr- I'll try my I, cloud. This is also from the book. It's just something they made into the game. Yeah, but it only works in some places. Yeah, where there's those little yeah electric boost pads or whatever coincidence that it yeah. works when he needs it all the time. Yeah, so he can energy surf, I guess. Yeah. Kind of like a, like a hoverboard. Yeah, hoverboarding. But okay. You need, but you need the stuff. But it needs power over water. And then you so. see, there's a bunch of turrets, and you hotwire a car and get across it. Yep. Which is a really annoying part in the game. Do you ever get the energy cell out of the car again? I do not believe so. Yeah, I was like, oh, because so they just wasted crashes, it there, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of convenient. You had it. Yeah. Interesting. But you make it to the crash site, and oh my god, there's another dog mech. Oh no, but you fight this one. Yeah, Monkey can actually beat it. And you get to ride around on the cloud and chase it down. And then Monkey disappears into the crash site and emerges with his... Balling-ass motorcycle. Yeah, Batman-type motorcycle. Yeah, one of those new two-wheel motorcycles, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a two, two-wheel ride. <laughs> <laughs> but it has those big fat wheels on, like the... from. Uh, well, Dark I mean, yeah, didn't yeah. Uh, did the motorcycle was that in the first one or was that just in Dark Knight? I don't know. I don't remember. No, I, I think the motorcycle was just in Dark Knight because that was when it crashed in the tunnel and then turned into a motorcycle. And everyone's like, "Whoa, motorcycle, bro!" <laughs> I don't remember when everybody said that, but yeah. <laughs> we oh, you said it there. <laughs> collectively as a nation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was basically like nine eleven. Yeah, almost. We just all heard it and understood, but it's funny that we mention it because the Dark Knight came out in 2008, so it would have been two years before this, so they probably just lifted it directly. What's a cool-looking motorcycle? This Dark Knight's pretty dope. Yep. yep. Yeah, Make it happen. It looks futuristic. Yeah, it could probably survive a couple crashes. Let's do it. So you hop on this ride, two-wheeled ride. Thank you. And uh, start heading towards Tripp's hometown, and you kind of like stop when it gets dark and camp for the night. And there's a very heartfelt yeah, and that conversation between Monkey and Trip. Do they ever say where the hometown is in real life, or do we ever get an inkling to where it is? They just said three hundred miles from New York somewhere, which would be what I don't know. I'm like not upstate New York or middle of fucking Pennsylvania. Who knows? It's a good question though. State college, probably. I don't know where most the, likely the cliffs. Yeah, where's the most cliffs around there? Yeah. And then they're having their hot hot fro conversation. She asks Monkey what he's going to do. And he says, well, I'm a nomad. I'm just going to go wherever I take. And well, you can stay with us if you want, blah, blah, blah. They're starting to bond a little bit here. Yeah. 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 And uh, next scene is you get to the village. And trips and everything out. is great. And that's the end of the game. Yeah. Was it was there driving sections in the game or did it just happen? It like just happened. Instant, okay. I don't remember driving sections, but... But, uh, so you fight through the village, right? Like, there's mechs around it, which is not 
that's yeah, not a good you sign. notice that the security say things are activated and she's like oh there's always people in the watchtower let's get to the watchtower yeah there's no one in the watchtower She's like, that's weird. There's usually always someone here. And he's like, uh. <laughs> I, I, think, I think you're in denial, Trip. Nope, nope. We're going to keep going. No, let's gotta, zip line away. We put all these bridges in to confuse the mechs because they couldn't figure out these problems. Yeah, that was stupid. Yeah. Like they're fucking logic puzzles or something. I assume that was just the reason to put the puzzle in the game, right? I assume so. Yeah. yeah. Well, makes, at least they gave a reason, right? Yeah, yeah. it makes you smart. A lot, makes a lot more sense than fucking any Tomb Raider game ever. <laughs> why I have to push around massive blocks to unlock this door. Mechs attack and stuff, and Monkey fights them off, and Trip heads deeper into the village and sees villagers dead, just like laying on the ground. All burned up and shit. Yeah, and she's all sad. She's like, we gotta look for survivors. We gotta go, blah, blah, blah. And if you, anyone's just alive, they're gonna be in the war room. Yep, so she heads to the big panic room door. And he's like, oh, it's a, well, I can open it. The, cla- the classic video game, uh, let's blow the generator. <laughs> love it. Oh, love it. Perfect. But if you blow the generator, those mechs are going to get in. Wait, yeah. so we have a self-destruct ship and a blown generator? <laughs> yeah. We should have a, and a, crash. a video a crash game already. bingo and see which one's. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I'm sure one of our dedicated fans will make that. <laughs> so what we got like helicopter crashes on there. Yeah. For sure. Blow, blow the generator. Yeah. Um, single player mission where you lose all your weapons. Yeah, yeah. And have to go stealth is dirt, certainly in there. The start of the game where you have all your weapons, but they somehow disappear. Yeah. Oh man, this would be so easy to make this. <laughs> <laughs> the keys behind key doors. <laughs> then I, what would be the middle spot though? I'm thinking. I just thought of this. But I want to see what you guys think. The middle spot is red barrel explodes. <laughs> yeah, because that's a free space. Yeah, that, yeah. I can't think yeah. of a game that doesn't have a red barrel exploding. <laughs> exactly. So, bam. God, I'm awesome today. <laughs> As opposed to every other day when you're not. Yeah, yeah. I really mean, we all it. have our days. <laughs> like, you know, some are more awesome than others. So, Trip and Monkey combine to blow the generator. Don't whisper. <laughs> it's rude. Yeah, I'll get into it. So yesterday wasn't great. I was uh, uh no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you open the panic room door, and Trip sees her dad is dead. I don't know if he starved to death in there or he killed himself. It's kind of. I just to want to point out he's the only one in there. Yeah, I know. He like locked <laughs> himself asshole. in. I thought that too. Yeah, yeah. I got the well. He definitely knew he was going to die. Yeah. And he wasn't, yeah. like, ripped to shred, so I got the impression he was just like, well, I'm going out my way, son. Yeah, it kind of felt like a suicide. I'm going to take those two drugs Trump told everybody to take. Yeah, that's what he did. Foresight in this game. Boom. Great job, Dr. Scientist. <laughs> so, uh, and there's messages from her dad that he left for her and glad she's alive, blah, blah, blah. It's all sad, and then she starts... Quickly passing to the anger part of, and she dabbed her. <laughs> yeah, she she tells Monkey that she's not going to let him go until she gets her revenge on the people who did this, the slavers. And of course, she's like, "What's Monkey going to do? He's got to do it." He's like, "Fine, yeah, whatever. We'll go get your revenge. Whatever you want, Trip." Another spot is revenge for a loved one. <laughs> so, clips the revenge on the loved one spot. So you start a motorcycle ride. Because you're going to head to one of her dad's friends 
who she thinks can help. He's got a flying ship. Yeah. And this is like, she has no idea if he's alive. She's just like, he lived on the outskirts or he lived in another town or whatever. Yeah. Well, which I guess, I mean, that checks out. It was his friend's dad. What else am I going to do? My dad's dead. Yeah. Let's see if other people are around. Yeah. He's like, this guy's pretty crafty. Who can yeah. see? He kind of reminded me of, well, when we get to him, you go to this abandoned giant mech factory, which is apparently where he lives. And you get on a, a fan boat. Yeah. <laughs> fan boat. That, that's one of the corners. Yeah, that yeah, fan, but for sure, that's definitely a corner. <laughs> but um, what I don't understand, the first thing that really jumped out to me is they made it a point to say, "Don't drink the water because it's been poisoned by like mech, like industrial urine. shit, like runoff yeah. or mech urine, whatever it was." And then I immediately thought, "Well, how the fuck does Pigsy survive on this place if he has literally no access to water?" Because he's resourceful. Yeah, he might have a. Now that I'm talking through it, do you think it's like a uh, uh, what the f- water world situation where he just pees and through the filter? Yes, but <laughs> I think he also filters the water. Yeah, I'm sure he's figured something out. He's yeah. pretty seems pretty crafty. Uh, I guess I shouldn't get stuck up on this. No. So you uh, continue through the urine-filled ro- roads and. There's an alarm that you pass, and the headband sets it off, and then all the all of Pigsy's defenses start trying to kill you. And then I believe, because of all the noise, a big dog attacks again. Yep, but thank God you have your cloud. Yep, so Monkey once again beats another big mech. And then you work your way to finally meet up with Pigsy, who is an interesting character. To say the least. He reminds that me. was very polite of you. <laughs> he reminds me of uh, Typhon from Borderlands 3. Okay. Kind of. He's a... But he looks like a pig. Yeah. I don't know how he's so overweight with this little bit That's of food. That's what I was thinking. What's he eating? Yeah. That's a good question. I don't know what you guys thought. It's just he's big boned and just bad genetics, man. It's all genetics. It's not his fault. Yeah, <laughs> yeah those titty bones. <laughs> big titty bones, yeah. <laughs> And it's a nice reunion until she tells Pigsy that her dad's dead and she wants to get revenge. And he's like, whatever you say, we'll do it. Yep, but we need to... We need to find three things. (laughs) The slavers come every day and we can follow them. We just got to find these three things. Well, he also explains that they're building a giant mech and we could break in and take the mech and then we'll go and get revenge. Yeah, he seemed... (laughs) Seemed pretty confident about that. Yeah, he's like, well, I know what they're taking. I know what they could build with it. So, yeah. I mean, this was just a reason to spend more time on his island, right? He's like, yeah, I have a ship. However, yeah, we need these things. Yeah, like, why wouldn't he have the ship up and running? Well, besides the. the Plus, it's been like 200 years since the apocalypse. He must have, like, just moved in, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of questions. Let's just. (laughs) Yeah. This guy's kind of a weirdo, looks like a pig. Sort of a scumbag, which we'll get to, but he, he uh, sexy as hell. <laughs> you go and get the parts he wants. And I don't know if you guys want to talk about anything that they do while they're getting these parts, but no. I mean, like, we can we should touch on the race, I guess, which was just very. It felt so out of place. Yeah, Pigsy's trying to. It's I believe is more to do with the books and trying to get things, but yeah, but he's just like, oh, I'll race you to the top. Uh huh. I got this. Yeah, kind of cheats. Fake arm. 
Yeah, he kind of cheats. He entirely cheats and then starts taunting Monkey. He's like, yeah, thanks for helping. By the way, you're a piece of shit because you can't climb this nearly as fast as me. What's up? I have an arm. And he still beat him anyway. And he starts starts creeping on Trip, which is really weird because her dad's dead. Yeah. And, like, it's just always that relationship where he's like, I've known you since you were a little girl. Yeah, that was was freaking weird. He also said, I made a point to write this down. He said, you grew up so fast. You're a woman already. I was like, uh, uh. Oh, so he's, he didn't gross. even see her before. She, she was a kid last time he saw her. Probably, yeah. Oh, curve. Gross. Well, that's why he's a pig. Then again, <laughs> to be fair, I can't imagine a lot of ladies are coming through Pigsy's house. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, <laughs> the ladies you know what I'm saying? Them. Like, you got you to gotta strike while the iron's hot. You know, like. I'm surprised he didn't make his own Mac. You know he did. Yeah, you're right. They just didn't show it. Yeah. No, guys, it's the mech's almost done. You got to help him get five things. <laughs> <laughs> what is this for anyway? Don't worry about it. I'll fucking get you on the ship. You just need to help me with this. Why right? do we need so much lube? <laughs> the rusty. <laughs> what is this rubber thing? Don't even worry about it. Make sure I can bleach it. Ay, <laughs> ay. Oh, yeah. That's where we went with it. So he's definitely fucking a robot, right? (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. Okay, great. So that is, I guess we'll just wrap up. (laughs) It's house or factory. Yeah, you fix his ship and you follow the slave ship as it, the next day it comes in. What about the rhino boss? Well, if you want to talk about the rhino boss. Well, Pigsy fucking. Yeah, he does kind of. Like kicks you down. He's like, here, grab that fucking power supply. Oh, was this on his planet? Yeah. Yeah, but we should probably talk about this. Yeah, he's like, go get that. So you jump down to get it. He's like, oh yeah, there's a rhino boss. Yeah, good luck. But it was definitely, I love that scene because uh, they just walk, like we're walking and saw it sitting in a big open area that was difficult to get into and out of. And he's like, so it's just sitting there, huh? Yeah. Like, yep, sure is. Go down there and grab it. Just yeah. sitting there in the open. It's like clearly a trap. They all know it's a trap. And he's like, all right. Yeah. He, Monkey's really pissed about it because, you know, he could have warned him a little. Yeah, because he even, like, says something. And Pigsy's like, yeah, what? I tried to get you killed. What? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Which is such a dick move because you have, like, it was totally Pigsy trying to get Monkey killed. Yeah. Because Monkey knows no matter if there is a mech down there or if there's not, he has to go get it. Yeah. Or they're going to die there and what's her name's going to die. And then he'll die or he won't have his freedom or whatever. Yeah, exactly. It was strictly a cock block move. Yep. I have a problem with it. I'm sorry. I just, you know, I got, <laughs> no, I no, need to make. It's perfectly fine. You're right. Oh, no, yeah. You're, you're right. Pigsy's a piece of shit. But eventually you get the power supply. Pigsy's a little upset you're not dead. And then <laughs> I just have in my notes either way, you all fuck off to the slave ship. Yeah. Yeah. And then as you're following it, you get caught. <laughs> I like this part where he's like, what's your landing code? <laughs> One. One what? <laughs> Two. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I think it worked. <laughs> yeah, you kind of, they ask you to verify who you are, and he kind of, like, oh, we're going to shoot you down if you don't give your landing codes. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> uh, so then they have to eject. Yeah, they have to, three of them jam into an escape pod, and. I have written down dick joke, which is unnecessary. Yeah. It was a very different tone than most of the rest of the game. (laughs) For sure. 
Because this is all played anytime Pigsy's in it. Not anytime, but most of the time, his he's like the comic relief. Yeah. yeah. Or played for laughs, especially when he tries to get Monkey murdered. Then it's all serious all of a sudden. It's very strange. His whole, everything's strange about him. Yeah, he is. But you eject in the escape pod and we're like, well, we're close to the factory that's building this. Let's break into it. Oh, yeah. That's such a easy. Yeah. And it is. <laughs> yeah, fairly easy. And then I guess they're building it underwater because you take like an underwater thing yeah. and get inside the Leviathan. And, you, <laughs> and you fight so, your way through that. Did we say that this is the Hoover Dam? It gets the Hoover Dam, right? Oh, I, I guess. That, that makes sense. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't notice. Because you well, do shoot. Because they, uh, I bel- I'm 95% sure I saw a massive dam and I'm like, that's the Hoover Dam. What other massive dams are there but the leviathan was in water on the flooded side yeah okay that makes sense oh yeah probably using it for energy power yeah. source i guess down. because it doesn't make any sense why you would build something underwater right like well, if, if things got hot it would cool it quicker but sure maybe operated underwater sure and it's probably easier to move stuff around oh uh, yeah heavy ass shit uh, they are robots i don't know yeah i don't know yeah, they don't need. Uh, well, you know what? You're you've you've got you got me. I came around. You're right. Let's do it underwater. <laughs> From now on, let's build everything underwater with robots. Robots. So, you got was, me. Yeah, I'm on your side. There's another pigsy quote here where he's like, "This machine is more incredible than my wettest dreams." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot. And about then Trip's like, "What?" He's like, uh, "It's more incredible than my wildest dreams." <laughs> <laughs> You go inside the machine and you, I guess, free it from where it's being constructed because you kind of like have to loosen the shackles from it. Yeah, I think its legs were attached to the seafloor. And then Trip has to reroute all the power to legs so he can do it and you successfully steal the Leviathan. Boom. And then you blow up the dam too. Yeah, Yeah, that fucks up that whole dam. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there were no towns downstream of survivors because, ooh, they're fucked. So you steal the Leviathan and you get it going and you make your way towards the pyramid. All right. And on uh, on your way there, Trip like releases Monkey from the slaver and says, you know, you can do what you want. You're not going to slave anymore. And he's like, no, no, I'll help you through. And, and he's like, put it back on. That, yeah. That shit helped me out. Yeah, I can see shit. I got upgrades and stuff. Yeah. I get those cool glitches. Yeah. I kind of miss them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And so you make your, you continue going and you're getting close to the pyramid and a bunch of mechs start attacking. Oh, no. And there's a giant scorpion mech attacks the Leviathan and climbs up. And Monkey goes out and fights off all the mechs. And Then you kill he kills three the, scorpions. He kills the scorpion. And you see more coming. And there's a big battle. And you win. You're like, yeah. Oh, no. There's five more. Yeah. And Pigsy's like, there's five more. Yeah, because you basically pulled out all the stops killing the first three. Yeah. Like every weapon you had. And Monkey had to run around and fix shit. And it was basically like, holy shit, we barely got through that. Yeah, and you see more coming. And Pigsy's like, well, I could blow it up and we'll take them all out at once. Oh, the classic overpower it move. Yeah. Another fucking square. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) And Pigsy's like, Monkey, take trip, get out of here. I'm going to have to go and sacrifice myself to save you guys. So Monkey's like, all right. He picks trip up and they leave the thing. And Monkey goes and all the scorpions are attacking and he's... Blows himself up to take out scorpions. Now, seems to me there would be more scorpions. Like after that, they'd be like, "Ah, oh, shit, there's six more. Well, maybe they're just like, 
when they're building the defense, it's like, are we really going to need more than eight scorpions? Yeah, true. It's like, no, we're paying for four. All we're doing is four. <laughs> yeah. And then someone comes along like, look, we want to be sure. Let's just do eight and call it a day. No one's ever going to. We're never going to need more than eight. <laughs> what are they going to do? Go steal that thing that's walkable a distance away and attack us? Yeah. Yeah. Well, even eight scorpions will take that down. You're right. I bet Unless they blow themselves up. I'll, let's do three to be safe. And then we'll add five more. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Pigsy sacrifices himself, killing all the scorpion max. Oh, no. And then it's a little sad. And um, Monkey and Trip head towards the pyramid. I didn't think it was really that sad. I mean, he was a dick. Yeah, yeah. It's the least he could do. To... They were a little sad. Okay. And he did try to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he did save your ass then, too. But Yeah. So you go inside the pyramid and you see thousands of slaves lined up on the ground and walking around, not even doing anything, just kind of like hanging out there and bebopping like kids do. <laughs> of course, yeah. That's what the youths are doing these days. And um, you see one guy in the center who's kind of like strapped to the machine. He's got to be the main guy. Yeah. The slaver has himself. To has to be. He's got an alien mask and, on. And uh, you head towards it and... His face appears on the screen. He's like, what are you doing? I'm saving these people. So I'm an arc. Yeah. Keeping them happy and giving them memories from when before this time, the before times, the long, long agos. But they're only living his life or what? I guess, yeah. I didn't understand that. Because he's like, they're getting married. It's it's the same dude. Yeah. Yeah. And it was was all Andy Serkis, by the way. And uh, (laughs) they were the glitches that monkey was seeing along the way are parts of his life that these people are living and he's like trying to keep them happy is better than what they have here so it's like a matrix would, thing yeah sort of like the matrix yeah, that's thing. what i was thinking i was just gonna say so it's the matrix except instead of harvesting power from human bodies they're just making human bodies build things yeah so, yeah but keeping them yeah making them live in the world yeah right so they're like slaves but in their own mind they, they got a job yeah. and family and shit I mean, if you're gonna be a slave, yeah, might like, as well. Yeah, I mean, there's worst ways to be a slave. Worst, worse ways. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you say that as fucking Chump Slap is over there drinking what looks like a. It's a Zima, without <laughs> without exactly bubbles. It <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> is it Zima? I thought it was like some kind of. It's spiked uh, still water. Ugh. Damn. Yeah. For those carb counter people. Fuck them. Not me. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, shit, it's it's all Harvest had left. (laughs) Yeah, it was was like $3 for a fucking six pack, so. And um, then the guy who's in the center is like, take the mask off my face and you can see what these people are seeing and see how happy you'll be. Yeah, try it on. And then Monkey takes it off and tries it on and he's like, He's like, oh. Yeah, he's like, ooh, this is nice. Yeah, ooh, <laughs> it's pretty rad. Wow. Whoa. Life certainly doesn't suck every second I'm in it like a real <laughs> life. And then uh, something happens and he takes the mask off and he sees Trip has already killed the guy. Tear it all down. And he's like, all the, all the slaves start waking up and seeing what is really going on and then the game ends. Yeah, how many of the slaves do you think were pissed? Oh, a bunch of them. Probably. Probably lot, most yeah. of them. Yeah. God knows how long they were in that thing. This is real life? Like, yeah, this sucks. <laughs> I'm in a super clean pyramid? <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that was a great moment, though, when Trip 
ended it. Yeah, she's and like, it's like mm-hmm. this is awesome. This is great. Let's do this all the time. Bam, ripping fucking cable. <laughs> <laughs> Did I do That's the right thing? That's for killing my dad. Yeah, black goop everywhere. Classic sci-fi thing. Did I do the right thing by saving them? Yeah, it didn't make sense that like, why was he killing the slaves then? I guess to control them. Maybe not all of them were like that. I don't know. Yeah, because it didn't make sense what he was saying from what we saw earlier in the game. Where he was killing people from help for helping people escape. That they, didn't they make any sense. They might be real humans just dressed up. I don't they know. only have one uniform. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, true. I didn't understand fully that portion, or like, do they see this moment and they do their job in the Matrix world as slaves? Yeah, that's what I'm. Or saying. is this like they go to their job every day and it's whatever slave task, and then they go home to the like? I, it's very. I didn't get it. I didn't see how that put together. Yeah, it sounded like he was lying to you. Yeah, well, yeah, I kind of got that. Yeah. Because he was just controlling them to do what he wanted. Yeah, exactly. Which, why does he want fucking mech world? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he pretty much already owns. They don't, they don't explain a lot of what happened. Because <laughs> you have no yeah. idea what happened in the war that uh, they always talk about. And, didn't know how it started. Yeah. Okay. Maybe humanity have it com- had it coming, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> It's a safe bet. Yeah, it really is. That's yeah, it's like two to one. (laughs) That's it. That's the end of the game. game. That's it. That's the game. Kinda ends with just ends. Just ends with her saying, Did I do the right thing? Kind of like when the Matrix ends. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Right. So Trump slap, did she do the right thing? It's a huge philosophical Uh, dilemma. Well, it is. I say she did. Because she wanted real people. How do you, she, Some of those people might be from her town, you know? Might have saved some of them. You're taking them from being happy as slaves and being, being miserable as This isn't guys. fucking Trent Reznor. There's no happiness in slavery. <laughs> Makes me pretty happy. Wow, way to make that reference. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, but I don't know. I think it's the right thing. They can form a new civilization, get killed by mechs on the regular. <laughs> On the regs. Yeah. Who knows if there's other pyramids out there? Oh. Yeah. Dutch scientists. Smart. What do you think? Right thing, wrong thing, thoughts, feelings, ideas, Dr. Scientist? I don't know. No thoughts. It's neither good nor bad. (laughs) Yeah. It's very neutral. Well, I think it was the right thing just because long-term society and humans and everything will progress. Well, you don't know if the slaves are having sex while they're standing there. But the society, the world isn't progressing. It'd be the same thing over, 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 over forever. Yeah, but now they have no protection. They might all die. True. Maybe. Or they might all live. It's a huge ethical question that comes up a lot. I say I say it was the right thing. That's all. I'm sticking by it. Well, I, love, I love your instincts, your guns. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get to it. How about our final thoughts, guys? All right, let's. Yeah, we can do that. Um uh, let's go ahead. I don't know if we've started with you for a minute there, Chomp Slap. Uh, what'd you think? Final thoughts? Would you play it? Would you score it? Did the story work for you? Would I play it? Probably not. The combat seemed repetitive, to say the least. It didn't seem like there was a big variety of enemy types either. Looked like the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were there was really only 
two bosses, I guess. The rhino and the dogs over and over again. And then the final fight, but that was totally different. And it looked like, uh, what's what's the game? Prince of Persia or something with the, all the jumping and climbing and shit. It's a platformer. Yeah. Too mm-hmm. much of that, if you ask me. Was there upgrades and stuff? Yeah. You that, could upgrade your staff. The little butterflies you cat would give you the abilities and stuff. Yeah. So no, I wouldn't play it. Story. I guess, yeah. Story worked for me. It was... Yeah. It was just one mission you had to do, and shit gets in the way. You have to overcome it, and you do. So it's it worked on a basic level. It wasn't too intriguing or anything. It was an entertaining video to watch. I'll tell you that, though. <laughs> uh, as for score... I gave it an 11. All right, all right, all right. Like I said, interesting. Wouldn't play it myself, but I could see how it how it was good. Let's kick it over to you, Papa Scotch. Oh, thank you. I like it. Well, I think, you know, the thing we're doing now is the person whose game gets to go last, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that sounds good. So right. It only took us 60 episodes to get there. Yeah, we figured yeah, it out. <laughs> we're we're kind of figuring out like a, a flow and tone to this. It only took 60 episodes. It was great. So, Papa Scotch, would you play it? What would you score it? Did the story work for you? Uh, thanks for asking. Uh, <laughs> would I play it? I don't think I'd play it just because Horizon, De- Horizon Zero Dawn exists. And I played the shit out of that game, and there's a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The... The way you transverse and get around the world and climb all over the place reminded me a lot of Drake's Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, would I? So would I play it? Maybe uh, if time weren't a factor, I would just be going through my game queue in the queue in this world. Then yeah, sure, I'd play it. Uh, did the story work for me? I really think it did. It had some faults, like when. Uh, Basically, when Pigsy showed up, <laughs> he did ruin it. I well, I think it was a good idea to impl- like to introduce other characters, especially after you find out that the whole whole town is gone. Because I mean, for the most part, it's just these two. It's just Trip and Monkey. So I it, I like the idea they added more people, but Pigsy. It's not that I didn't like him. I just thought it was really odd to all of a sudden turn the tone of the game towards more comedic. Aspects. It didn't even work as comedy, though. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was lighthearted, but yeah. Well, with Trip and Monkey, there were moments of laughter with those two, but it was because they realized the absurdity of the situation. With Pigsy, they're like setting up fucking bits. <laughs> so I was like, it's just a different comedic tone. Whatever. Um, for the most part, it worked. I liked the idea of it's a sci-fi story that makes you think. Uh, and not even story-wise, but the design of the game, I thought was really great. Like, I loved how there was a sequence. We didn't discuss this, but there was a whole sequence where you had to go to an area, fall, like go through a puzzle, do a thing, and it was like on a mech, like a massive, like Godzilla-sized mech that was broken, and you had to like move the fingers oh, yeah. of it. And that was one story. And, like you're running around on the arm of it. I just thought that was really creative and really cool, and it looked great. Um. So, what did I score it? It's tough because I think it did a lot of the a lot of good things. I thought the story was good. 
I thought the philosophical ending was good. I love how they just ended it and they're like, well, what do you think, <laughs> player? <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to give it a 14. Oh, oh nice. Uh, for the most part, it hit the notes it was trying to hit. Was it perfect? Not by any means, but given what they had, I mean, I think they did a hell of a job. All right. So uh, that's my my piece with it. Let's go ahead and move over to the guy that picked this game, Doctor Scientist. Do we jump slap? Can you think of any questions we might ask Doctor Scientist right now? Uh, what what do you play it? Mm. Yep. Maybe uh, what. What'd you score it? I like your coming oh, up. That's a good one, too. That's a good one. Uh, oh, did the story work for you? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I did Love play it. it. I, remember, I, I remember I enjoyed playing it. I don't remember much of the game because it was 10 years ago. The story worked for me. I liked it. It had what I like, sci-fi, a little bit of uh, mythologies thrown in there loosely with Monkey and Pigsy. Mm-hmm. I did like the, the sci-fi storyline. And kind of how it was set in a world where you don't know how it got that way. And you kind of just go with the flow and that's how it is. I do like the What's fair? the thinking ending. <laughs> kind of like throw, comes out of nowhere, but <laughs> you're all of a sudden, oh. That's a good point. I didn't even think of it that way. It did come out of absolutely nowhere. Because yeah, the whole time you expect, the story was just moving forward of you getting to your village, then you murdering the person that did this to your village. And all of a sudden it's like, wait, what's going on over yeah, here? Yeah, all of a sudden it's. Do I get revenge or do I make uh, yeah. Good cut. point. Excellent point, scientist. So uh, I gave it a 13 out of 20. Oh, not bad. Great down the middle. 20, yeah. Uh, so what is that? 38? Yeah, not bad. That's pretty weird because that's exactly what we gave our game last week. Neo. <laughs> 38. <laughs> and Legacy of Cain Blood Omen was the 38 in February. And Parasite Eve also in February was a thirty-seven. So we're huh. we're we're I guess that's our middle of the road. Obviously, and we should probably we haven't done this in a while, but we should mention that this is based on a score of eighty-one possible <laughs> <laughs> points. So uh, thirty-eight out of eighty-one because yeah. each of us are basing off of twenty-seven stars. Yeah, we all have different things and look for. Yeah. And these are not bad games, and they're not excellent games. <laughs> yeah, they're right down the middle. No. Yeah. I mean, they're good. I'd play them. But. The thing that re- always matters to me is that there was definitely an effort. Like, it was not a cash grab. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they, they maybe fell short on a couple things, but it's also, it's part of that thing that movies do it all the time, where they try to cast the widest net for the possible audience. Yeah. And it's it's a it's a tough thing to make everybody happy. So, God bless them, they tried. <laughs> yes. You know? Yep. 100% agree. So that's it. 38 out of 81. And that is going to go ahead and shuffle us forward to our favorite segment of every week, which is Scientist Tom Hanks Vehicle Lock of the Week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every week, we ask Dr. Scientist for something involving Tom Hanks. <laughs> and every week, he gives us a recommendation. Sometimes it's a movie. Sometimes it's a commercial. Sometimes it's a museum exhibit. <laughs> Whatever. Fucking... Dr. Scientist feels like picking. So this week, Dr. Scientist, what do you got? Well, you know, I try to make them match the game we're doing. So this Of course, one, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This one is about a, a kid's journey to after his dad dies. Uh-huh. He tries to find out. It's called Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. Oh, I thought you were going to say big. 
No. <laughs> I don't know if his no. eyes are big. <laughs> no, I don't think he does. But it's a it's a story where Tom Hanks is in the World Trade Center on 9-11 and he dies and his kid finds like a key and he's trying to figure out where the key goes. He travels his, all around New York. Who's his kid? Like his real his name? Wa- his, his wife is Sandra Bullock. I don't remember who the kid is. Oh, it's not someone famous. It could be. If one of the three of us knows him, it's, he's famous. Yeah, true. And I do. His name's Thomas Horn. What's up? Oh, T-H. Yeah, he's also been in Space Warriors and A Financial Engagement, which was a short made in 2016. Obviously. So obviously <laughs> big deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it's a kid's journey through New York, so. Oh, okay. Is that any good? I mean, it's Tom Hanks vehicle, yeah, but yeah. he dies in the beginning. I mean, if you want to be sad, it's all right. Right. It, it's on the lower oh. bounds of Tom Hanks, so it's still great. Okay. Right, still great. That's like everybody's above average. Exactly. Yeah. All right. When you when you said that movie uh, and originally announced the title just now, I got that confused with the Adam Sandler 9-11 one. <laughs> what? I forget the name of the movie. I, I'm I don't remember it either. Right now. Adam Sandler made a 9-11 movie? No, it was about the character was played by Adam Sandler. But the story was he was a dentist and a like a big deal in New York dentist, and then on nine eleven he lost his wife and son. What? I never even heard of that. It's not like it's not like Happy Gilmore. Yeah. But. No, it is not a comedy. It's, it's, a, it's, one it's of a Happy his. Madison production. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's Rain Over Me. Nah, I never heard of it. Well, and then uh, the whole like he's just basically lost in life, and then he runs into Don Cheadle who was his college roommate. Mm-hmm. So he knew him before any of the, like the family even came along or whatever. So he mm-hmm. kind of picks up life there. It wasn't bad, but it was again, you know, pretty huge fucking bummer. <laughs> <laughs> so That'll take us to our second. Well, no, that'll take us to our favorite segment. If we're being honest of every week, which is <laughs> chump slaps. Fuck, Mary kill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Squeaky, squeaky. Every week, Dr. Scientist and myself pick three characters within the game, and we ask Chumpslap which one he's going to have sex with, which one he's going to wed, and which one he's going to murder. Now, we've been doing a two-in-one switch-off, and this week, I believe it's your turn, Dr. Scientist. Oh, do two? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right, because I picked Yukio in the next last week. I mean, there's only like five fucking characters in this game. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be. Higgsy's definitely one. <laughs> ah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Has to be. And uh, I'll pick the slaver who gets killed in the beginning after he tells Monkey all the stuff. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I kn- see. Now you picked that one, so I don't know what to go with. I had one locked and loaded. <laughs> um, you could go with your lock. I mean, it's not. Yeah, go for it. It's another you slaver. Go with that? <laughs> yeah, it's the slaver he meets right after. The- <laughs> <laughs> I was going to pick Pyramid. You right. could. Yeah. So we got Pyramid. Uh, Some random-ass slaver. Random-ass slaver in the beginning. Pigsy. Pigsy. <laughs> These are all winners. Oh, my God. Well, let's start off by... That's a good way to start. Pick one. I mean, this is this is a tough one. Like, we, we've we never... I feel like there were a couple weeks where Chump Slap had it a little bit too easy. Yeah. And there weren't that many characters in this one. I knew Trip wasn't coming up in this one. No, that would be way too easy. <laughs> no. No, I wasn't even... I thought Monkey would be that. too easy either. Yeah. Okay. And that's that's sixty percent of the characters. Yeah. In the story. So, <laughs> All right, let's go with fuck the slaver. 
Of course. Like, that was easy. It's that the was... only one that has like a body that's not <laughs> fucking <laughs> grotesque. Fair point. You're right. Yeah. One's a decrepit old man and one's a fat guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now the Mary. This is the weird part. <laughs> okay. Ooh, where does he go? Yeah. Because he's got to kill the other one. I know, but I really hate Pigsy. <laughs> Maybe it's because he spent too much time with him in the game. You don't spend enough time with Pyramid. So... Could you spend all that other time if you married Pigsy? I don't think so. <laughs> this is a tough one. This is a tough one. But that whole junkyard could be ours. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the equivalent of the Friday Times News crossword puzzle. <laughs> oh, it's, man. It's a really tough one. Toughest one of the week. All right. Uh, this, kill Pigsy. Marry Pyramid. All right. Because Pyramid's got a good thing going. Yeah, you could be a slaver the whole time. You'd never Yeah, know. I could make up my own little world. Maybe I could be a king of a Matrix world, you know? Yeah. Perfect. So that is fuck the slaver? <laughs> oh, yeah. You can't Marry see Pyramid. Anyway. <laughs> Kill Murder Pigsy. Pigsy. Yep. Pigsy deserves it, though. Well, you know, let's say that uh, Pigsy had a huge following because there was a DLC made about Pigsy, by the way, which we're <laughs> Shut not going to touch. There was. There was. There really was. But, uh. Let's say those Pigsy fans who really loved him were really mad about this and they wanted to express their anger in a thousand words or more. Where would they send that email? <laughs> you can send that to plottytime at gmail.com. Perfect, perfect. And let's say a bunch of people said they had a bunch of ideas of how you could even fuck Pyramid. <laughs> Where would they send that info to us on the socials, Dr. Scientist? They could slide into our DMs on Instagram or Twitter <laughs> at Plotty Time. At Plotty Time. Perfect. Nailed it. And that does it for us. So take care, play some games, and I don't, know, don't trust Dr. Scientist. Stay safe. Wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs>